Hello, and welcome to the Magic for Realists podcast. This is the 60th dose, and it's called Lessons from My Bus. This is an exciting episode because I'm actually recording it from inside my bus. So I'm not sure how the acoustics are. It's pretty empty right now. And I am lounging in my hammock. <laughs> There's no furniture. There's a uh, yeah, it's basically like an empty shell, but notably instead of it being a bus shell like it was before, it's now been properly insulated and has a plywood floor and a very uniquely painted ceiling on top of the insulation above me. And tomorrow I'm taking it for its inspection. I'm trying to get it switched from a commercial vehicle to a private vehicle on the registration and so that requires an inspection and I'm a bit nervous because who knows what they're gonna find <laughs> and but also more information would be better to know what I'm dealing with as far as mechanics go uh yeah it's interesting like <laughs> I bought two new tires and I was it has six tires and I need two new ones and I was like, yeah, you know, when you have a house on wheels, you actually need wheels. <laughs> yes. So in this episode, I'm going to ramble about a few of the lessons I'm learning from this process. Some of them are very concrete, like extremely practical things about tools and construction. And some of them are a little bit more poetic. So... I hope you enjoy it. And they're in no particular order. So today I worked on the, well, various things. One of them being re-caulking the windows. One of the things I love about my bus is that it has lots of windows. So the visibility to the outside world is very high. And they needed to be resealed on the outside. So this bus maybe obviously, used to be yellow because it was a school bus. And then it's been painted like a teal blue, which was actually one of the things that attracted me to it. Uh, but it wasn't painted... Uh, it was painted well, but not extremely well. So in some places, the blue is chipping off to show the yellow. And for example, when I take off the old caulking, it's yellow underneath. And I've decided... It's, one, I can't, I don't have any more of the teal paint, so I can't really touch up the teal paint. <laughs> and also, the teal and yellow actually look really great together. And I'm, there's sort of this vibe in the whole process of like reclaiming old materials, of honoring the story of materials. And so I decided just to go with it, go with yellow and kind of rub off some of the blue paint around the window frames. So it's kind of like, almost looks like antique furniture, like aged with two colors. Anyways, I think it looks great. The whole aesthetic of this bus is not like the fancy, um, like seemingly perfect ones that you see on Instagram. It's very quirky. It's very, uh, it's kind of homemade, I guess. Like it looks like I made it, <laughs> which I, sometimes I... I have these moments where I'm like, oh shit, I should just like paint the whole thing white, you know, and have it like this sort of look like an apartment on wheels. 
it doesn't look like an apartment on wheels. It looks like a creative, magical nest. And as I embrace that more and more, I feel better. I feel like it's just an expression of me and it's really fun. And it, there was this really beautiful moment or moments recently where I got to go back to visit the place where I used to live. And I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but in, it was a very rural, beautiful property. And I had built this fort outside. Oh, I think I talk about it way back. There's an episode called Over My Dead Body. And it was about mourning the leaving of that place. And um, I was dealing with some physical possessions that had come from this fort that I built uh, that had been returned to me. But I hadn't actually gone back to the land to get them. Um, But so last weekend was my first time going back there. And I got to see the ground where my fort had been, which was this like sacred creative play zone for me. And it was beautiful that the trees were still there and the it still has this, yeah, sacred vibe and other people are enjoying just meeting there and circling there. And and then maybe the second or third day, I noticed this fire pit nearby and it's where some of the remnants of my fort that I didn't ask for back had got burned to clear way for the next thing. And... So I rifled through the ashes and I picked up some like tiled chards and this doorknob and some other random bits that to probably anybody else would have seemed like junk. They might have seemed like junk before I put them in the fort too. And I thought, oh my God, I get to bring these to my bus now because I'm building a fort on wheels, basically. And when I built this fort in the, in this old uh, wild cherry grove. It had been this whole artistic expression interacting with the wild and not trying to uh, sort of keep out the elements or the wilderness, but to allow the animals and the wind and the rain to play with the things that I brought there and to see how that interaction went. So them having overwintered a few times and then being returned to me and then some of them being burned, it was all like part of this immense long poetry art project that like I did not foresee when I started but it feels really meaningful and beautiful to me and it was so healing to go back there um yeah it was so healing and so I took some of the pieces literally from the ashes and brought them back to my bus and so this weekend Uh, the doorknob that used to be there was no door on my fort in the cherry grove but there was a doorknob like wired to a tree which I thought was playful and funny and now I also don't have a typical door but for the first time in my adult life I have actually I've had a, a front door key before but like I don't think I've I've very rarely lived somewhere where like I had to lock the door on my way out and I need to lock my bus door when I park it. So uh, now there is a locking door on the like double folding bus doors. And the doorknob is like just, it doesn't turn. It's just a knob to pull on from my fort. Oh my God. It's so like, 
It's so redemptive to me to bring physical things from past parts of my life into the present. It feels like physically integrating parts of who I am and of my story and my pain and my lessons and my loves and my learning and to surround myself with those feels um, really beautiful and really, really um, healing actually to, to get to choose what I bring with me into the future symbolically through physical possessions yeah that's been really really part of this and it will continue to be part of this process I can tell and there are so many decisions like micro decisions and big decisions about like where stuff goes and what color to paint things and how to seal things and it's so many decisions yeah I'm learning about tools at this moment yesterday. So I'm a woman and I grew up not with my father. And I have this stereotypical idea that men seem to just learn more about like woodworking and cars, just like almost by osmosis. Maybe they just, maybe they learn from their dads. Maybe they learn from their friends. I don't know. It seems like more men know more things about those. And I'm, you know, kind of catching up. I'm very good with my hands and very good at figuring stuff out. I'm kind of like a handy woman by necessity and practice. Uh, But I've never really had a good toolbox. Like I've made, I've done so much with like a handsaw and a hand screwdriver. Anyways, in this process, because I want to be able to finish working on my bus by myself, I am accumulating tools. I'm also getting to use Bill's tools, so which is helping me learn what tools I need. Anyways, and he's teaching me about tools. Yesterday, I, d- I learned about self-tapping screws. Did you even know this is a thing? There's screws that have like uh, sort of like a drill bit right on the end and then the s- threads of the screw. So you can put them into metal without having to drill a hole. This is the first time I've worked with metal pretty much ever. Anyways, these things are brilliant. <laughs> And as I was putting them in with this, like with my own now impact driver tool, like it's like an electric screwdriver, basically. Um, I just, I said out loud, I was like, oh my God, all it takes is better tools. Like this whole time when I've thought that like, you know, quote, men were amazing at construction. It's actually just that they had tools that they knew how to use. And I never had the tools, which is probably completely expandable to other areas (laughs) like these lessons about trying to integrate the past and not fight it like not fight with the yellow but just embrace it and somehow transform it into something beautiful and that if we have the right tools the job is a lot easier yeah I'm learning like I've used a caulking gun before but now like did you know that you can tell there's sort of this lever at the end which is what pushes in to the caulking tube to squish out the goo at the end well you can tell how empty the caulking gun is based on how far in the lever is so if the lever's like sticking way out behind lever's not quite the right word um i guess it's almost like a piston 
Anyways, if that's sticking out really far, the tube is full. And as that goes farther in, the tube gets emptier. So if that's almost at its maximum inwards, the tube's almost empty. <laughs> I know this is really basic, but like, it's really handy to know that because you can gauge when you're about to run out or how much you've gone through in a given session. Oh my God. So this this is the stuff that you don't, like, this is what having a craft means. Like, you just get better and know these little details. <laughs> like, I've learned, I've spray painted all the screws in this bus on the interior different colors. So when they all came out, they got repainted before I put them back in. And now they're contrasting to the color of the ceiling. So they sort of look like colorful buttons, which was the idea. If you want to spray paint a whole bunch of screws at once... You poke them into cardboard and then they all stand upright and then you can just go and like spray across the whole thing. You don't have to put them into wood because that would be more work. You can just poke them by hand into cardboard. Handy little tip. I'm learning how to patina things, which is like add different layers of paint and then sand them down and give kind of like an old fashioned weathered look. I'm having a lot of fun with that. I'm learning that I usually get overwhelmed about the scope of the project when I'm tired or hungry. So when I start to feel overwhelmed, instead of taking myself too seriously about the scope of the project or like, should I even have taken this on? I just go eat something. I lay in my hammock or go to the beach and drink some water. It is perpetually hard for me to remember to drink and eat enough in a day. Like, do you have issues with that? I find that really challenging. Like, that is probably, maybe that sounds funny, but in my life right now, like getting enough food and water into me in a day is my ongoing challenge, which I guess makes it sound like my life is pretty easy right now. It's like, it feels like all the other stressors is like decisions and, and things. And that basic thing, it makes my life so much better when I manage to eat and drink. And I still find it like not the first thing I remember to do. <laughs> oh dear. I wonder, can you relate to that? Do you have something really basic that you find really challenging? Yeah. One of my favorite things is when there's people not too close by, but nearby enough that they come and eat supper with me and like remind me to eat. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, okay, let's see what else have I learned here. Um, I'm, I'm continually learning about painting because I'm doing it imperfectly. Um, but also I love painting, it's so fun. There's so many colors in here. It fades from like at the back of the bus there's this spray-painted lace motif. I've learned you can make cool designs by spray-painting over lace. And then the panels are different colors all the way to the front. So basically the whole bus is going to feel like you're li I'm living inside a quilt of like memories and colors. And it's so fun. There's this panel above the front door, like the bus passenger door, which is now my front door that's from an old shirt and it ties together like all these colors of paint in the ceiling. It makes me so happy. This like aesthetic of tying sort of unmatching pieces together 
is very meaningful to me. It feels like it's part of my life work to put together things, <laughs> basically, <laughs> to integrate stuff, to integrate parts of my personality, to integrate ideas, words, people. It's just, it's all about that. So this is like living in a representation of that. I sold my trailer. That's another big news. Um, amazingly, to the first person who came to look for it, look at it. I've been living in a 28-foot travel trailer for the last three years. And it's old and some things are breaking on it. And I don't want to fix them. Partly. It was like that was partly what, what signaled to me that it was time to move on. Was my undesire to fix the, the trailer. And, yeah, I had this sense, like, even last spring that I would be moving out at the end of October. Maybe sense or intention. And I'd been worried about who was going to buy my trailer. And I, I really didn't need to. The first person that came to look at it bought it. And they were excited to live in it. And it's going to be an upgrade for them. And the bus is an upgrade for me. So it's great. And I hope that 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 trailer was such a healing transformative cocoon for me and i i think it might be for the next person as well i'm hoping some of those vibes continue for them anyways that means that at the end of october i will be living in my bus it will not be finished by then but it will be livable by then that's the plan i mean heck right now i'm laying in my hammock as I figure I could just put a camping mattress on the floor in here and my camping stove. And as soon as I get the wood stove in here, it'll be cozy warm. And that's where I'll start from. There actually will hopefully be more of a kitchen cabinet, etc. in here by the time I'm actually living in it. But yeah, that's, that's a big shift for me. And I'm reflecting on the summer because it's just past um, autumn equinox here in the northern hemisphere and some of the most beautiful things that have happened this summer for me are like treasures I'm holding really close to my heart and not actually talking about and then there's the bus that's another big deal about this summer for me and yeah I feel I feel like a like a, a state change is happening and I'm grateful for it. I feel like there's a few more practical tips I could give you about Oh yeah. So I get really dirty by the end of the day like my hands. I've learned that gasoline is a paint solvent as is WD-40. I've learned that leather gloves, I've got some great leather work gloves get more um like flexible and uh malleable over time and my hands get dirty because sometimes I take them off because either I get them so covered with paint and I don't want the next thing covered in paint or I need like the dexterity of my fingers so I'm trying to learn when to when to wear my work gloves to minimize injuries and staining on my hands but I haven't mastered that Maybe I need two pairs of work gloves for when one of them is totally wet. Yeah. Um, random thing. I bought this 
so I'm not, I think I told you on Instagram, but not maybe this way on the podcast. My bus's name is Elmer, which is named after uh, Elmer the Patchwork Elephant, which was this children's book. And it's uh, a story about a patchwork elephant who is self-conscious of his bright colors. And then by the end of the book is like embracing his uniqueness. You know, the story of my life. And also appropriate because this bus is very patchworky, like inside and out. And I'm just embracing that theme and having so much fun. So it's also got the elephant thing going. And I wanted this brass elephant. And I found one for sale for 20 bucks. This woman was giving it or was passing it on. It's about as big as my hand. And it's so charming. I thought I was going to put it on the hood, like as a hood ornament, but I think I want it inside now. It doesn't quite look right on the hood. It's a little bit too, well, I guess it's not actually finally decided yet. You'll see eventually. So I have a good luck brass elephant statue thing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I warned you this was going to be a ramble and it definitely was. The first dispatch from inside the bus in my hammock, kind of giddy tired after a day of working. And my forearms are really sore and I've been giving more massages as part of my work. And I wish somebody would give me a forearm massage right now. So actually, I think I'll ask my friend tonight to do that. All is not in vain. I think I will get a forearm massage. And I hope you also get what you need this evening or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, Oh, also, to those of you who listened to the last one about um, tips for men online dating, thank you for your your warm reception and for your laughter. And the main response, in case you're curious, from men who listened to it was if if they had had experience with online dating, their most repeated comment was, Oh my God, this like the same goes for women. So much of this is still true, <laughs> which made me laugh and sort of groan. Anyways, uh, yeah, thank you for your, your feedback on that. <clears throat> um, I always love hearing from you. If you're listening, you can follow me on Instagram at magic for realists. And usually on days when I'm p- working on the bus, I post about that. If you want to follow along. And actually see some pictures of what I'm rambling on about. Uh, If you want to say hi, you can shoot me a DM. Yeah, I just love connecting with you guys. Thanks for listening to my ramble. And I hope whatever you're up to, you are also learning some poetic lessons and not hurting your hands too badly. Okay, bye for now.